This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. and welcome back to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Now today I am bringing someone to you to speak with you about how you can earn your credibility to get featured in the press. And we're going to be talking about why this is slightly different to pitching and why you might want to be able to do both elements in terms of getting press and PR. Now this lady, when we were first in contact, I looked at her website, she looked at my website and the the messaging was so clear and so similar to what we talk about here in terms of visibility, in terms of the message, that actually it's all part of the same puzzle. It's not just one thing. It's not just your social media presence. It's not just PR. It's not just your lead magnets. It's not just having a book. It's the whole package. So I am really excited to bring to you today, Jane Tabachnik, who is founder of Simply Good Press. And she is a content and PR strategist, and she helps authors to get their books out into the world. So welcome to the show, Jane. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So we are talking really about visibility and why this then enables you to get earned media. And I'd love for you to explain what those two terms mean for you. What does visibility mean to you? And why are you you passionate about that? Why is it such a great fit to speak to my audience? And also, why why earned media? What do we mean by that? Yeah, great. So visibility is being visible. I know your audience is talented and they are looking to serve people, make a difference in the world and share the great work that they do. But if they're not visible, no one is going to find them or know about the work they do. So you can't have a business if you're not visible. And I'm not saying a one size fits all. You've got to be doing Facebook lives or this or that. I mean, there are many different flavors of visibility, but you need to be visible to your ideal audience or you really don't have a business. You probably have a hobby. So it's really important to do that on an ongoing basis. Yeah, you can't let it go when you feel like, oh, my roster is full. That's me done. I'm now going to hide for six months and just enjoy my clients. This is an ongoing process. Exactly. And you had such a good episode recently about when you don't feel like doing it, when you don't feel like being visible and how to push yourself and just the need for consistency. And and I struggle with it. I'm not, I wouldn't, you know, suggest otherwise. I think everyone does, but it's really important. So now with earned media, um, there's a model around visibility called PESO, which stands for paid, earned, owned, and shared. So what I really want to talk about today is mostly the, the owned and the earned. So owned media is anything you own, your website. It could be your Facebook page. It could be your blog anything like that, that you have pretty much total control over the content. We know Facebook has algorithms, so you're on their platform and they do their thing, but you basically control what you post, when you post. But earned media is media or content that you've earned. So it could be that you're written about in a publication. You've earned, you've become credible enough and you've earned the privilege. You've earned your stripes. You've put in the yes. work. You've raised your profile. You've been seen. You've been heard. 
and those opportunities are coming to you? Sometimes they're coming to you. Sometimes you're pitching to get those. But because of some of the credibility you've built up and the fact that your digital footprint shows some of that credibility, the media will say, oh, this person is credible. They've got a story. They've got some value that will be, they've got something to share with my audience that my audience will find valuable. And that's important, isn't it? Because you've always got to go back to who you're reaching and what they need to hear. That is how you earn credibility. You've got to be talking about the thing that you do over and over and over in as many different places as you can. Yes. The shift though, I think, and and this is an important but subtle kind of mindset shift when you're going after the earned media, you really need to put on the thinking cap of what's in it for them. So you may know what they need to hear, but when you were to pitch the media or talk to them about what you do, you've got to present it in what's in it for them, what the audience is going to get out of it. You may want to be featured in the media. That's great. And that's certainly a a goal that I encourage everyone to, to have. But the thing is that the media doesn't care that you want to be in their publication. What they care about is what value you're bringing to their audience. What kind of story do you have? And that's what they want. They want the story. That's not necessarily something that is directly obvious in terms of your business. Exactly. And sometimes we're too in our own weeds to see the story. So sometimes we need to ask our clients. They're a great resource for us of giving us feedback on what they think we do. Perhaps a story of how they help you help them, which can be shared not in a promotional way, but just shared so that you can help the reader, viewer, listener, understand what you do, what problems you solve, and how you solve them, not in a technical way, because no one wants to hear all the technical aspects of what you do. They just want to know the results. We want to hear the transformation. We want to hear the rags to riches story. And this is something actually a number of my friends have experienced recently. So a member of the press, has they've massively raised their profile. A member of the press has got in contact with them. But what they actually want is to hear from one of their clients so that when they write an article, they're able to really take that rags to riches story about the result that the expert has taken a, a person on. Uh, and that's a really great way to, to get positioned, allowing your clients to have a voice in the media and you're positioned kind of above and beyond them. Exactly. There's um, a woman named Anne Handley who is a content marketing expert. She's written one of the popular books on the topic. I think it was a New York Times bestseller. And she says, make the customer the hero of your story. Of course, you may want to get permission from your customer or client, but telling the success through the transformation they had is really powerful. And it adds another level of credibility. It's not just theory. This is what actually happened. This is a success that you achieved. So there's something interesting there. Often when we think about going after press or or PR or whatever you want to call it, we think we have to be quite ego-driven. We have to blow our trumpet. And of course we do. But what you're saying is that if you actually go into telling someone else's story through your own your own achievements, you're going to get a much better result. Yes. And if it also helps get your client in the press, that's kind of a double win. They're going to share it with their network, their listeners, you know, and so you get additional visibility as a result of that. So tell us then, Jane, about how exactly you help people with this. Because I know that your, your, your business, because it's all about the visibility and the content and the PR, why is this more than just one thing? 
Why do we need to have everything? Yeah, so this is not, thank you, I love that question. And it's not to say you have to publish everywhere all the time. It's really about being strategic. So one of the first things I do when I speak to someone, uh, whether we're going to start working together or we're just exploring working together is who's your audience? Where are they? Are they online? Are they offline? Hard to believe, but there are still those marketplaces. Are they, do they listen to podcasts or, you know, where are they spending their time? What's important to them? And sometimes people don't know. And that's a great place for them to start, find out this information. And you can just interview some of your ideal clients to find that out, or there are other tools you can use, but you want to be strategic. And as I like to say, you want to fish in the right pond. So it can be a small platform that you're on, but if all of your ideal audience is there, that's the place to be. So someone may say you have to be on Twitter or you have to be here, and it may not be the place for your audience. So it's important to know that because we all have a finite amount of time and resources. And even if you have a big budget, you can spread yourself too thin. And if it's not a place where your audience is, you're kind of throwing away money. So you want that return on time and investment of being there. So first we have to find out where the audience is and then figure out what kind of platforms or content formats you enjoy. Maybe you don't want to be on video. And I want to say this because this I think is important. So I meet a lot of people who don't want to be on video or they don't want to be on audio. They don't like the way they look, the way they sound. There are things that you can do. And I think you actually shared this about the skin. So I like to explore the reasoning behind that. If you just aren't comfortable, but a little practice could get you there then get the practice or get the support and do it. But if you really have some mindset issues or some phobias around it, maybe it's not the platform for you, but don't just write it off. And I want to share a quick story. So I started a micro podcast last year, an Alexa flash briefing. It's a two to three minute audio, like a small podcast. And when I started recording it and played it back and was doing a little bit of editing, I noticed there were some gaps in my speech and it had to do with my breath not being appropriate because the way you breathe affects the way you speak. And if you talk to actors, they know, singers, they, they're all about this. So I actually hired a speech coach. She was a theatrical voice coach to help me with this so that I could improve upon it. And so I didn't start thinking as I was about to do my micro podcast, oh my God, I hate the way my voice sounds. I wonder if people notice this. It just eliminated all of that. Could my voice be better? Probably. But there are little things like that that we can do that we don't always think of that can help us get to the place where we're comfortable using a medium. So I think that's that's interesting what you're saying there. There's always a, whenever you have a block or a resistance to doing something in terms of getting yourself out there, there's something that sits behind it. And it's either a skill or um, something that you can polish up or there's some deep mindset work. And I'm actually going to use this as a really nice little segue because today in the podcast agency, we have released a, a very, very good old friend of mine who's been on the show twice now. We released today the Voice Coach podcast and she's one of the world's leading experts on, on exactly Exactly this. How can you make sure your voice is at its fullest so that you give the best presentation? Because all of us are having to use voice now to get our message out there. It's a whole the hidden world of visibility. So go check out the Voice Coach podcast with previous guest of mine, Nick Redmond. So Jane, that was just a nice little segue there. I love that. I never quite know what's coming up on these shows. I want to ask you then, 
Do you think that there is any bad press? Well, there can be. There, there can be bad press. So if a company has something, like a big corporation has something really negative happen, you know, I remember the Honest Company had some sunblock. They make products, natural products for babies, and babies were getting burned using their sunblock. That's, That's pretty bad. But they've got a legal team to handle that. They've got a crisis PR team to help them with that. None of us want that to happen. So from that point of view, negative press could put a company out of business. I don't want to scare me. That's really a drastic situation. For the most part, all press is good press. I think so. I, I think on the whole, you know, unless something there has been that dreadful catastrophe, the fact that you're featured in the media at all elevates your status. Yes, exactly. And it shows up in the search engines, which is a really good thing because it adds that third party credibility. You're then associated with the brand, whatever that media brand is, whether it's uh, the Daily Mail. I don't know. Is that a good paper to cite for your UK audience? No. It's normally one no one wants to be associated with. They're very well known actually in the UK for slightly screwing over female entrepreneurs and women in business and not presenting us in a good light at all. I know many friends who've been stung by the Daily Mail, but they have a huge readership. They have a huge readership, but a lot of people boycott that paper. But you're right. So any associations you can get in in the press they help. They all help. And it's not just getting one, it's getting repeated featured media. Exactly. You know, people around you notice that. Yes. And what I wanted to say about that, you can piggyback the media on the media you've gotten. So if you're pitching a podcast or a publication, you can tell them I was featured in this publication. And the reason you want to do that, because the media needs to vet you. So people I think don't always know this, but the media will check you out. If you say you're an expert in bird watching, they'll Google you. They'll they may Google who's a top bird watching expert because they do not want to present you as that. And then it turns out you're really not. And so it's important that they vet you and that you've got the credibility. And it doesn't matter if you're just starting out in business, you can still be a credible expert in something. So it's not that you've got to have a PhD in 25 years in business, but if you uh, get some press, share it with the media because it will show that you're credible, but also they'll know from that, that you know how to work with the media. And that's important to them. Having those things in place is really important. Things like a media kit, knowing what your bio is, a short bio, a long bio, having the images ready. Uh, And that's why working with a, a PR expert really comes into its own because you often can't see the story. And a PR expert like yourself understands actually what a journalist is looking for. Yes, exactly. And uh, what I also wanted to say about piggybacking on the media, a lot of people immediately think about like big press, like going for the, the dream publication or the lust list, as some people call it. But I encourage people not to ignore local media or smaller outlets or smaller podcasts. Use them to get some credibility get some following, put them in your media room online or in your media kit. So you have something if you're just starting out and you can piggyback on that, you know, then you get into a bigger outlet and a bigger outlet. So don't ignore the smaller or maybe a podcast just starting out unless you're very experienced and 
you know, you have lots they of other... They can be like gold dust if they're speaking to the right people. We say that all the time. So yes. Jane, I'm curious then, I'm going to ask you, what's the piece of media that you need to be most focused on personally right now for you? Oh, such a good question. Well, right now I'm really focused on podcasts and Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Oh my goodness. I've made thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on Clubhouse just today. I was on there for 20 minutes this morning. I think I spoke for about four minutes. So that's crazy. It really is the place to be. For people to hear your voice, it's so important. And it's not just voice, but it's a flavor of story. And that's really what we're doing with all of the media, earned media, created media. That's what content is. That is us becoming our own media machine or in content creation machine so then so Jane for someone then who's really at the start of the journey know they want to get more visible know they want to 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 grasp as many of those credibility tags as they can where do they start with this well I think again as I said it's good to know where your audience is what your goals are where your audience is and spend time on those platforms and then podcasting is a great way for anyone to get some visibility, but make sure you're sharing those podcast appearances and repurposing them. I know you've spoken about this. So some people just share things. I I call it the helicopter versus the airplane. So some people just do a quick share. You know, they, they publish a book, they're on a podcast, they share it once, you know, or twice, maybe the day before the day after, and they never share it again. But those are great assets. Those are great credibility events. And there's so much content and media value in those. So you can put them into your, you can put, say, you've got a pull quote from, from when you're on the podcast and a great graphic from it. Put it into your social media scheduler and share it every six weeks or something like that. So this is something we've, we've not mentioned on the show. So I often say if you're hosting your own show, go and do that. But if you, when you're a guest on somebody else's, yes, you share it at the time. You don't have to go nuts sharing it, but you put it in your scheduler. So we, we use SmarterQ at the moment for quite a lot. If we put that in our scheduler, that it's just going to come up every, let's say, three months or six months. Well, that's, that's great because it's going to be like new content every time. So get smart with this stuff. Exactly. Yes. And make sure to tag the host. Make sure to tag the host. And if you can put a link to the podcast so they get a little bit of love from that as well. Because hosts remember and guests remember as well, the places they, even if they don't reply or respond or let you know, Pete, you notice who's put the work in after a piece of content has been created together. I think that's great, great stuff. And I'm going to just use this now to just say that any of you listening, we're actually in the process of putting together a podcast guest booking, a kind of boutique, if you like. And we're looking for some beta or beta. I never know how you say that word. We're looking for some testers to come on board with us. It will be a paid service. But if you would like to come and play with us while we work out exactly how we're going to really kick ass in the podcast space with this over the next 12 months, then do get in touch with me. Send me a DM wherever you are or come find me on Clubhouse because like Jane, it's a really great place to hang out at the moment. So Jane, I know visibility matters to you. I know that that's important. Tell us how the listeners can come and find out about how they're doing with visibility. Yeah, thanks for asking. So I have a visibility assessment on my website. It's simplygoodpress.com. And it's a really short assessment. I encourage you to take it. And what I do is tell you how you're doing, kind of a benchmark against other people, but 
what I think is really valuable about it is also I explain why the different aspects of what I ask in the assessment matter. And so it's like a mini education on visibility for you with then some suggestions about what you can do on your own. There are so many ways that you can bit by bit, slowly by slowly, really start to boost your profile and raise your presence. Exactly. So thank you so much for joining us today, Jane. It's been great to talk to you. And if anyone wants to reach out to Jane, go find her. All her links are going to be in the show notes. But that's what we wanted to talk today was about how to earn your credibility to be featured in the media. So Jane, if you had one final takeaway on that, what would it be? Yeah, so there's something that we do in my course called Hug an Influencer. And an influencer can be a podcast host. It can be a journalist that you're trying to connect with. It can be someone you admire who's an expert in your industry. Go and like something that they've posted. Make a comment, share it, repost it. Because even experts, all of us will post content and then we don't hear any feedback. We all like the feedback. And we notice, you notice who has over a short period of time, consistently commented, shared, liked, engaged, recommended. We, You remember that stuff. Exactly. So it's a win-win. You get on their radar, you're providing value to them. And then if you go to pitch them to be on their podcast or for them to write about you, they already know who you are and they appreciate that you've already been giving and supporting them. It's not just going in and asking coldly. Yeah, so it's really sure. a great way to go. And yeah. it's fun. You'll find such it's a great fun. And, and that's how you develop relationships. That's how you yes. develop relationships. And that's so important. We've talked, actually, I can't remember if it's before or after this episode. I've been talking the last few days with guests about strategic alliances. They can be formed just by reaching out, liking someone's material in the first instance. You don't have to go all guns blazing and jump in feet first. It's so true. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Jane. And anyone who's listening, go check out Jane. Go check out her assessment and tune in very soon to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.